What's up, you filthy flapjacks? My name is Wes, and you're listening to the Air Coffee Podcast. Today's episode, I talked with the members of Allergen. On May 1st, they're putting out their debut EP, Honesty Hour. We talked about the band's evolution from a solo project to a full quartet, the new EP, the Twin Cities DIY scene as a whole, and more. Here's my interview with Shannon, Ev, Nick, and Anna of Allergen. How are we doing? Good. Good. <laughs> yeah, we have fully converted to the Facebook Messenger video chat form of doing interviews, and because we need to stay home and stay safe. And if you aren't, then I have we have words <laughs> for you. Uh, yeah. Let's start. Uh, I always forget to do this, but I'm remembering this time. Uh, just with band introductions, we can go in whatever like clockwork or uh, clockwise, uh, counterclockwise, whatever works for y'all. Just name your name and uh, what you do in the band. Some somebody say you something. Want to start Shannon? <laughs> um, I'm Shannon. I'm Shannon, and I sing and play guitar and write lyrics. I'm Ev. I play. I wouldn't say lead guitar, but like you play lead guitar. <laughs> okay, I guess I play lead guitar, <laughs> and I do backup vocals. I'm Nick. And I write bass lines for Shannon's songs. <laughs> I'm Anna, and I play the drums. Cool. Um, I like starting with uh, just kind of getting a background, like a general idea of each of how each of you kind of came to love music as much as you do, enough to the point where you are in a band or bands. Um, so, how did each of you really first connect? with like music on a kind of a greater level, whether that was when you were a kid or like in middle school, starting first bands and stuff, just like the, the time when it really first clicked, I guess, or like you kind of, you realize that, Hey, music is really important instead of just kind of something that's on the radio. <laughs> uh, should we just do the same order the whole time? Just, okay. If that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, I was trying not to be like repetitive in what I said in the Bugsy one, so I'm just trying to think. But so I was in, I played piano ever since I was really young, and then I um, joined choir when I was like in middle school, and I really liked singing. And then I did theater. Um, I am a former theater kid, and I've been seeing a lot of former theater kids slander on Twitter. Oh, but we won't name I'm names. Being slandered. <laughs> Um, and then Anna and I were in a band together in high school, um, and um, Anna, Ev, and I all went to um, a camp called Girls Rock and Roll Retreat in the summer, which is like, if you're non- for people that are unfamiliar, it's like a camp for girls, non-binary, and trans youth, where um, you go and like you pick an instrument and then you write two songs and you form a band and you play the songs at the end of the week and so I learned more like I learned guitar and bass through Gur and She Rock. So yeah. for me, um, Hopkins, I'm not sure if they do that at every elementary school, but we had to pick in fifth grade between orchestra and band. Yep. <laughs> and initially I picked yeah, initially I picked tuba. Um, <laughs> I know I was, and then I switched to viola. <laughs> I switched to viola, so luckily I think that was like, you know, a good choice in my respect. And then I started going to She Rock uh, since 2011, and since then I've kind of just been gaining more instruments and learning more and writing songs, and it's been just really nice to meet people along the way and get to work with people. Got to bring back the tuba. <laughs> Yeah. Incorporate it in allergen. Yeah. <laughs> um, I started off in like doing any kind of music stuff, like in fifth grade when they asked us to like choose between orchestra and band, and I chose clarinet. And Yo. Uh, <laughs> I was like such a teacher's pet to all of my band teachers, and I was like, I'm good, I swear. And like, but then I didn't. I think I think I got my first like keyboard in sixth grade and I was like I don't know how to play the piano but I guess I can like try to teach myself so I like taught myself piano in sixth grade and then I kept doing clarinet 
and I ended up picking up bass and guitar down the road a little bit in high school and never and I started making my own music in high school too um which is something that I've like been taking a lot more seriously now and it's a lot of fun and was invited to play bass in allergen so that's where I am now and it is very fun with all the music stuff that I do in my life yeah um for me I I guess I mean I started the same way I played instruments in my early like schooling years but I didn't really take it too seriously unfortunately um I played the trumpet so I didn't really take it too seriously <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I didn't really get too super into like playing music until um like what Shannon and Ev mentioned um joining Chi Rock and me and Shannon um and yeah no me and Shannon and Ev we all did Chi Rock together and me and Shannon were in a, a band together when we were in high school so that was kind of where I started to take music a little bit more seriously and was like oh this is really fun and it like pays off it's a lot of fun <laughs> um, so I guess that's kind of where I I came from I just joined a cool organization and they showed me that it's really fun and cool to play music um, and then since then I've been really loving playing music <laughs> yeah um, so the three of you were connected Ian, Shannon and Anna were in the band and then Ev with the camp, how did Allergen, I guess, come out of that um, in the full quartet format? Because I know that initially, I, I, or correct me if I'm wrong, but I think initially it was, it, it's like Shannon's like lyrical project, but yeah. obviously it's a full band, kicks ass. But how did it <laughs> come together, I guess, the four of you? Um. So, yeah, I realized that a year ago yesterday, I posted... Oh picket fence online for the first time and I think for me I like I'm I don't know I was doing solo music and then I realized like the stuff I was writing didn't really fit like how I wanted it to sound didn't fit with just me live so I um, hit up Ev and Nick because Nick and I had been talking about doing something and um, Ev I play bass in Ev's band so um Ev and I just were like, let's just like jam. And then like we ended up just kind of like having a three piece for a little while. And then, but I really wanted Ev to play guitar like really badly. And I just wanted to find a permanent drummer. And for a while, I don't know why, but I was too nervous to ask Anna. <laughs> and then I was just like, Anna, can you please do this? And she was like, yeah. So then, um, like it was funny because, um, Ev used to go to, Hop I don't know if I'm allowed to say, we went to Hopkins High School in the Hopkins School District, and Ev went to elementary school and middle school with Anna, right? I don't want to get it wrong, but I think that's right. You're right. And, then, You're right. and I went to middle school and high school together, and Anna, Nick, and I all went to high school together. So it's kind of like an overlap that we all kind of were like, had similar backgrounds, and yeah. then we were all the same age, so I was like, let's just all do it because it's fun, and they're my friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> Simple but perfect reason. Um, yes. Yeah, I guess uh, since you mentioned Picket Fence, um, you're right, it's uh, just this month, just yesterday, a year ago. Yeah. Um, where did I uh, talk a little bit about where that song came from and like w why... Because it takes a lot to even just like put something like that online, even just as like a Bandcamp only, Bandcamp exclusive. Um, and it's, I mean, it's still up. So, because <laughs> I know people are like, oh, I take my demos down. I'm ashamed. But uh. yeah, no, it's still up. It's awesome. Uh, talk a little bit about Pick Events. Um, so I wrote that song in high school, actually. I wrote that song when my parents got divorced. Uh, it's a very much so like a 16-year-old Shannon song, um, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, and then, I don't know, I like really just wanted to like put something out, and I had been getting into like recording and mixing, and I was really interested in mixing, and I just thought like, why not just like figure it out myself? So I bought like a really cheap used audio interface, and just like tried it out and I like recorded and mixed it in like a day <laughs> and I was like this is fine it's not well mixed at all and it's like 
which is like, you know, you got to learn. It's your first you know, song, so yeah. It's first song. Um, so I just kind of was like, why not? Let's see how this goes. I wasn't really planning on doing anything with it. Um, and I was originally just going to put it under my name, but then I was like, there are so many cool people that put their names under aliases, and so my partner and I, like, sat in my kitchen and tried to figure out names, and I think Taya was like, what about allergen? Because <laughs> growing up, I had a lot of allergies, so I was like, that works. That's funny. So I was just like, and so I just put it out there, didn't tell anyone, just did it, and... Um, yeah, and then I, I guess I played a show because um, Bray from Bob Ross Mombas, rest in peace, amongst other bands, they were like, hey, I need a solo act for this bill last minute, can you do it? And I was like, uh, sure. <laughs> and then, so I guess then that's how it became like an actual thing. So it didn't intentionally start as like a performing thing, but then it did become a performing thing. So it's it's all Bray's fault. We can blame Bray for allergies. Bray. <laughs> <laughs> um, going right on, uh, right on. We can jump ahead about a year to Open Letter, the single y'all put out just before announcing the EP and kind of get into that rollout phase. And again, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was just Shannon and Ev, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, we can talk a little bit about that, but I'm also curious. Why put that song out a month before the EP? And since it's not on the EP, because the EP is all full band, is like just kind of like a way to, I guess, draw like draw attention. Like, hey, we're putting out music. Um, for me, I like it's really hard to be like, hey, this is my band. Like, can you can we play a show? Like, here's our music, and then only have picket fence. Up. <laughs> um, and originally, Ev and I, we recorded three songs. Um, two of them, one of them is We Are Never Going to Speak Of Ever Again. It was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. And then the other one, Virgo Rising, we re-recorded, and that was mm -hmm. on the EP. Yeah. Um, but I guess I was just like, you know, I, I knew I wanted to release the EP in May because that's when, before, you know, a great old pandemic happened. Um, that's when we were all going to be out of school. And, like, um, I don't know. I just, like, the first, it was, it was a Friday. It's a good date. You know, why yeah, not? Actually putting it on a um, Friday instead of bands that are, like, Wednesday. It's like a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I kind of was thinking. So then I was like, well, we should release a single as kind of, like, a preface of it. But we can't release, I don't want to release Open Letter as the single for the EP so why don't we do, like, March 1st, April 1st, and May 1st as kind of, like, a transition and kind of, like, a teaser and then another teaser and then the EP. So it, I guess... And then also, like, I had paid Claire, the person who recorded it, to mix it. and ma So it was already mixed and, like, mastered. And, I, and it was just, like... I was just sending the song to people anyways just to be like, this is what we sound like. <laughs> Um, so I was like, why not just put it online? Um, so yeah. And it's also, I'm putting, uh, this is a tops. This is the first time I'm announcing it, but I'm putting it on open letter on the first 50 CDs of the EP. Ooh. So there's a bonus track. Don't you mean DVDs? <laughs> Don't you mean DVDs? Oh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, 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 I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> Like, we all make it was so. Oh my god. Anyways, that that, that was. I, I felt really bad for laughing, but it it, it, no. it I laughed super hard. It's okay. Um. It was definitely a laugh moment. I was. <laughs> anyways, yeah, yeah. So, CDs are coming. Mm -hmm. They'll be here on Tuesday. Yeah, is there a reason you didn't re-record as uh like the full band for the EP and like just left it as like a one-off single slash now bonus track on like the deluxe. Um, <laughs> I think because I like I we had written other songs as like a full band. Okay. And I just felt like the full EP I feel like open letter like didn't always I, I feel like it would have flowed, but I also just like I didn't I wanted to do like five songs. I'm sorry if you hear my cat, but <laughs> we had like five songs. Um and it was already done and I just oh. really liked how it turned out. So I felt like because 
um, we just were kind of running out of time. I didn't really want to like just do it to do it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. Um, I definitely like the, the more collaborative sound and everything makes a lot of sense for the EP. Um, uh, yeah, just tell me a little bit about how the songwriting kind of transitioned into that more collaborative phase once the band was like solidified and you'd been playing shows for a hot minute. Um, cause Shannon, obviously you wrote the lyrics, but then the music flows out of all four of you, uh, to put yeah. it pretentiously. Um, so yeah, I think for the, a lot of the songs, I guess not all of them for three of the songs, um, I wrote them, all the songs were written in the last year, so all five of them were. Um, and then three of them I wrote before Full Band Allergen formed, and then two of them were written post Full Band Allergen. Um, and I feel like you can tell that in the music, um, and I feel like as we work more together, like that sound will start to um, continue to um, kind of sound more unified. Um, I kind of, songwriting, yeah, sorry. So I think for me, I like get an idea in my head and I have to write it all down at once. So I just write, I wrote all the lyrics and then I usually just like come to practice and I'm like, what do you think about this? And I do it and then we just kind of jammed on it and jam on it and then I say what I like and what I don't like and we just kind of figure it out together. Um, And so I kind of swayed away from the question. I'm sorry, but no, you're good. that's you the short answer. So if anyone else wants to add in, please do. My apologies. I lost track of the question. What was the question? Um, just to talk about like the songwriting, like how it's been more collaborative since uh, if we're using like a, d- a divisive pre-full band, post-full band like line. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually funny because Shannon and I both started, like, our personal musical projects around the same time, so we played some of our first shows together. So it's been very interesting seeing, like, Shannon transition from a solo act, just guitar and pedals, and then now just being like, I am talented! And I'm like, yeah, you are. (laughs) Um, It's been great, yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, like, I put a lot of trust into Nick, Anna, and Ev because, like, I, you know, like, we've worked together musically in the past, and I I trust them as musicians and people, so I just kind of let them use their artistic freedom, and then I'm kind of, like, maybe try this instead, question mark, and that's kind of how it goes, because I play guitar and bass, but let's be honest, I don't play drums, I can't play drums, so I'm Uh. kind of, like... And, You're so talented. Uh, thank you. You can I'm speak like, drums. I can speak drums, so I speak. <laughs> I speak. I speak drums to Anna, and then she kind of gets it. Uh, Anna, Anna, you... Anna, Nick, what has it been like working as uh, Shannon's minions? <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> I uh, agree with that. Where like, I definitely, definitely feel like going to practice is a really open space to be like to like really show that like you know what you're doing but like we're all comfortable with it and i don't really know (laughs) like this is my first like this this is the first proper band that i've been in so i didn't like have any expectations for it but like seeing the way that all four of us work um is like we can kind of get stuff done pretty quickly and don't disagree on a whole lot and everything goes like really smoothly and we're all really talented <laughs> that's all i've got to say about. i know that i mean me and shannon have always kind of written music together the same way in, in a way like shannon usually comes with an idea and then i'm like well what style do you want it to be because <laughs> then we can we can make this like a killer we can make this you know just a um, jazz yeah. song <laughs> Yeah, like, there's a part of a song that I'm like, okay, can we practice this one part? And I was like, what is it? And I'm like, go crazy, go stupid. And then it's no, like, we know what it is. So Anna and I kind of, like, have our own secret language 
where I'm like, <laughs> go hard on this, Anna. And she's like, okay, I got you. And then we just do it from there. So, and then I just play that over and over again until it's the actual part for the song. <laughs> yeah. It comes pretty naturally mm-hmm. with yeah. writing with Shannon, from mm-hmm. my experience at least. Yeah, I, I definitely remember... In the interim of when I first like listened to Picket Fence, because at the time that was the only song that was online, and then seeing the full band live, it was like totally just I, not not like I was like oh it was just a, a gap in it, like what I was expecting. I was like oh this this rips. This is actually like really like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it was very un, I, not, I don't want to say unexpected because that sounds bad, but like no. it's just like and now that I've listened to the EP, yeah, the you're definitely. I see what you're saying when you say like the full band, like why you put like the, these songs like together and like how just it reflects like the, the live sound almost more and like, and versus like the more kind of like gentle acoustic, not acoustic, but like solo songs. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, not to just keep focus on Shannon, but talk a little bit about some like some of your like lyrical inspirations. Cause the songs are very upbeat a lot or a lot mostly pretty like upbeat very like a lot of a lot of hooks very catchy but the lyrics very sad um very very personal this is very like a very diaristic approach i guess um kind of just talk about like what goes into the inspiration for your for your lyrics um i don't you know this is a good question i'm not completely sure That's i fair. think for me it's like I really like strong vocals and I really like strong music, like musical parts mm-hmm. and um, just like me personally. And that's like what I um, like turn towards when I'm listening to music. So that's kind of, I knew I wanted to do stuff like that. Um, but I also like, I it's hard for me to like not it's hard for me to like force lyrics if that makes sense kind of yeah um like i can't if if i'm not like in the moment writing something i can't like come back to it and make myself write more like i need mm-hmm. to be like in this headspace to write all the lyrics yeah you you can't just and, like sit down and be like i'm going to write lyrics now and expect yeah. something to happen <laughs> yeah and like i don't know i was thinking if we're talking about if we're getting like personal here I was talking about it with my therapist not like the music itself but I was talking about just show up with like like the demos to your therapy session like hey listen to my band (laughs) yeah hey Hannah um but it's more like we were talking about like feelings and um how I feel towards like anger a lot of the time and um, she was like, do you ever get angry? And I was like, I don't really think I ever get angry. And I don't think the lyrics are necessarily angry, but there was anger behind them when I was like writing them and yeah. then I released it. And then it's like, that's it. And that's good. And so I feel like for me, like all these songs are like, were written in about a very sim- similar time in my fami- like same time in my life. Mm-hmm. They're all like, um, I don't know. Like I just wrote them when I was feeling angry. So, but like anger is sometimes like mimicked as being sad. So I don't know. I, I don't, I think it's just like when I was writing them, I just needed to get it out and then it ended up being a song. (laughs) So yeah, I I guess sad, like putting that like tag on something is really reductive. So I I, I didn't, I apologize for that. No, Um, you rock, yeah. But this is kind of cliche, but I definitely thought the EP title was very fitting. Um, (laughs) uh, It's very honest. Um, And I think like not to get too pretentious like pitchfork asshole uh, on y'all, but um, (laughs) like the, I think like the lyric that, kind of summarizes the ep is um is in like the middle of dream uh i wear my heart on my sleeve to remind me it still beats that that was like uh. because i have a tattoo of a heart i have a tattoo oh it's literal oh that's that sucks don't tell me that (laughs) sorry i thought it was poetic god damn it sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding it is poetic Uh, yeah yeah um 
yeah, that's awesome. I'm very excited for the EP to be out. Um, going on, I know obviously Shannon, you are in Bugsy, and then Ev, you have your solo music. I I don't remember if you've announced an EP, but you've put out like two and a half songs because there's like a teaser or something. Um, mm-hmm. For sure, the two of you. How do you kind of balance? I mean, it's a little bit easier, I guess, with Shannon because Bugsy is Emily's like lyrical project. But um, how do you balance um, Allergen and your other music? And then I guess uh, Anna, Nick, if you have like music that you're working on or you're playing in other any other contexts, how do you kind of separate that? Just maybe in your brain, really, because. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So it's actually it's actually funny. So since, as I mentioned, Shannon and I started our projects around the same time, mm-hmm. and it was oh, it's so it was so interesting playing shows together. Because not to say that our styles are opposite, but we definitely have kind of varying genres in terms yeah. of like yeah. what our sets sound like. So it was it's nice since she plays bass for me, and since I play guitar for her, it's always like a nice being able to like have that rock essence in my life, but then being able to be like, I like jazz and yeah. blues <laughs> and, and groovy stuff. And so it's it's really, I wouldn't say it's like necessarily easy to separate myself from allergen, but I think that our musical visions are different, but we still have the same goal. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's very nice to like work with Shannon because I think we're very like goal oriented in terms of where we want our projects to go. But then we're not like stepping on each other's toes in terms of music and like genres and such. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually am recording an EP right now, but it got postponed due to the virus. Um, But I'm like, it just means more time to make it better, I guess. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about that. That's a good outlook, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I kind of talked about this in the other podcast it's hard to like i don't want to be like yeah it, it you were i think the, the second ever like double up really it's you Who and was kate, the other one? kate milanophy because oh, i interviewed yes. her for kfc kate. and then for wow. solo yeah Chef's kiss. so you're, you're in uh, you're in good company <laughs> yeah. um for me it's like it is it's kind of the same thing to ever like i emily made the boundary very clear that like this is something where she kind of has like the lead and like the kind of artistic director label. That's really like a silly label to put, but like theater kid. Yeah. She (laughs) has a very specific vision for her, what she wants. Um, And she made that very clear from the start. And I feel like for me, like I love Emily and I love Bugsy, but I also needed another artistic outlet where I could like make my own music like, and like write. And um, so for me, it's kind of similar to what I was saying, where like we have similar goals, we have um, same like the same drive, but we have very different visions of what we want our music to sound like. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's more overlap with me and with my Allergen and Bugsy than with Allergen and Ev. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like just kind of like talking to each other and just open communication of like making sure that, like, our schedules don't um, overlap or, like, we're not stepping on each other's toes too much um, and just knowing the boundary of, like, I'm in both projects and Mm -hmm. when I'm in one, that's where my focus needs to be. I can't be thinking about other things and I feel like just with open communication and, like, knowing where expectations are, that makes it easier. Yeah. So. Uh, (laughs) I'm... So I've had a solo project that I forgot when I started it, like 2017. Um, And uh, I like write pop music and it's absolutely not like (laughs) uh, ever Shannon's music. Um, I definitely take like inspiration from like any music I hear, like the way that like Shannon writes or like, the way that, like, I can, like, watch Ev play or Anna play, like, I get inspiration from, like, everyone I work with, and, like, I don't know, like, how I incorporate it into my music, but I'm pretty sure, like, I just, like, kind of... It's like, like osmosis, like, kind of. You just absorb yeah, it. Yeah, like, I've taken, I've taken a lot of stuff, and I'm glad I have, like, this, because, like, I've never, again, like, this is the first, like, band I've been in, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun, because I've always wanted to do it, but also, like, 
it's pretty easy like keeping the two projects separate because one i'm like curled up like a gargoyle in my basement like in literally garage band self-producing pop music (laughs) but this one's like in the dusty practice space playing really nice rock music you have to stand up for this one (laughs) yeah i have to stand up for this one but sometimes i sit in practice um, <laughs> the rhythm section yeah. sits. Um, but I, I've gotten a lot of inspiration for like I want to play more shows, um, for my solo sets because like I see how much fun like, like sets and like the DIY scene can be and all that and like how it's a lot easier than that would be to be like I can't find shows but just like it's really inspiring being in this band which is like a little cheesy but it's still like you know what it's no. that's how it is um but yeah that's what uh, yeah i'm not working on anything specifically either i just like just release seven tracks at a time that are <laughs> mixed in one day and i think that's fine but are, is, are, is your project or like the stuff that you've done is that on Bandcamp or like online anywhere for curious it, fans <laughs> It's on Bandcamp, but I don't want to. We don't talk about those. Uh, I have. Fair. I know. I know Anna, Anna and Shannon know like the first song I ever put out. I bought it. It's still in my Bandcamp collection. Thank you. Oh, now I can I can I can stalk that and find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Find it. I dare you. I will. <laughs> this summer I'll yesterday. text you. <laughs> what about what Anna? Hmm? What, I was Anna? listening to Summer yesterday. Oh, I love Summer. That's the <laughs> Anyway. And Spotify. Um, as for me, I'm just an allergen right now, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we haven't practiced much because of the current situation, and I well, miss yeah. playing a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I'm just doing allergen right now. I've, I've never really branched off and done like a solo thing but i like playing in bands <laughs> yeah have you ever like wanted to i guess like write your own stuff and just kind of similar to like what the others were saying to take inspiration from allergen and turn it into your own creative expression um maybe a little bit a little bit but i'm not I trying to like pressure just, you I like <laughs> like no, start I'm a solo not, yeah, project no. um <laughs> No, I know. I, I mostly like playing with like my friends. It's, it's mm-hmm. like part of it for me. It's like I'm with my friends. We're having a really good time, and we're playing like super cool music. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like the whole experience. It's like mm-hmm. I'm with my friends. It adds to the experience. Yeah, I, I think that if there's one thing that's been like entirely consistent in every band we've talked to, that's definitely the case. They're like, I like hanging out with friends and playing music. You're like, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 groundbreaking (laughs) um cool this is a kind of a nebulous question but um and you've sort of touched on it throughout your answers what the fuck am i doing with my hands um what do each of you want to get out of the band be i guess beyond the very immediate hanging out with friends and making cool music and if it's as simple as that it's as simple as that. That's perfect. But if there's anything, I guess, like more cathartic or just, I don't know, um, beyond that, then, yeah. Um, for me, I feel like, I don't know, I, I, this is like one of the only things in my life that I've been super dedicated to. And like, I put everything um, that I have into this project. Um, and it would just be, it's like, it's been nice to just kind of like, just know that like, this is something that brings me joy, like only joy. And um, it's like all I want to do. So it's nice. To, uh, my goal is, to, besides like hanging out with friends and it being like an emotional catharsis to like write and play, it's very it's good to know that I can set goals for myself and then execute them. Um, And it's like helped me tell myself in other aspects of my life that like you're able to do this and put this through and go through with this because like just because things can be difficult, that doesn't mean you can't do it. So it's just kind of taught me that I can like set goals for myself and then follow through with them. 
for me, I guess I'm um, for allergen. My hopes are because we were going to go on tour um, in May, yeah. but then we didn't get the chance. Yeah. So then <laughs> it's always so funny because I want to like help Shannon with planning and stuff, but then I don't know how to help like at all. So Book- booking <laughs> is hell. So you're probably safe staying away from it as much as you can. <laughs> So like we just yeah, show like, up at practice and we're like Shannon, what do you need? <laughs> play guitar. <laughs> but it's just been like I really it's very nice having like a safe space for music because I feel like the DIY scene is so competitive and so like everyone's constantly pitting each other up against and each other and I'm just um. like I enjoy being able to go to a show and enjoy the music, enjoy the audience versus being like was that band better than me? Like, what, like, what are they thinking? Like, it's just nice being able to have a safe space for music. And so, honestly, I'm ready to see wherever Allergen goes, wherever Shannon wants it to go. I'm along for the ride. So, next step, major label. <laughs> we signed to RCA in two weeks. Beyonce yeah. is like, hello. Oh. Get, get, get the the third like perfect ten pitchforks given out like oh <laughs> immediately. Take that, Fiona Apple. God damn you. It was a good album. I, I loved it. I'm I'm being I'm totally kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, were you finished up? Yes. Okay. Um, I think the only thing outside of it is again just like hanging out with friends and like playing good music is like becoming a better musician because like my bass would always like sit in the corner of my room or in my basement for like weeks at a time and then i would pick it up and i'd be like ow my fingers hurt because i don't have calluses but then i'll like (laughs) and then i'll just be like i don't want to practice because this is like because i never had a drive but this is like a drive because like i want to be invested in something like this and like to see everyone else like so invested and to see again, just, like, getting inspiration from all of it is a really good, like, outcome of being in it, and also just, like, the, like, the technical aspect, like, getting really good practice to, like, where I can feel confident, like, I can feel, like, a better musician, like, I know that I'm a better bass player than I was, like, in August of last year, or something like that, (laughs) um, that's really about it. I love hanging with friends and playing good music. <laughs> Bit of a hot take, but yeah, we'll accept it. <laughs> what was? Well, I'm sorry. What was the question one more time? Um, I guess if there's any like, what do you want to get out of playing an allergen? If there's anything beyond the very immediate, um, as everyone has said, playing with uh, playing music with friends. Um, if there's anything beyond that, that kind of connects you to the band yeah Yeah. um i mean i can't think of like one like overline like i must fulfill this like my quest or something but it's like (laughs) um i i know like personally um after i either like play a show or we have a good practice or even when we just like chat um it's like healing (laughs) i don't know if that's like i i'm sure that i can go for a lot of people but like um it's it's more about just like let's keep doing like the best we can so we can keep doing this and it can be like rewarding like personally like um mentally stuff like that if that makes sense kind of i think a lot of people that goes for a lot of people but (laughs) it's just like just makes me overall feel good and fulfilled and Mm -hmm. i like progressing through my like instrument and stuff like that as well but yeah the biggest like unifying factor like i interviewed a band of like where they're like 30 plus randomly once and the thing that like unifies them and like that i guess like not quite dad rock but it might as well be dad rock and then like the diy scene um if you're over 25 it's dad rock um yeah (laughs) i'm kidding um like the thing that unifies those two groups is that like that catharsis that comes from playing shows and like writing music and they're just even if like no one externally cares about it it's just like such a self-contained like just process where you're like i'm going to keep doing this no matter what even if like no one shows up to the show but hopefully people do obviously yeah it's it's an added uh like a cherry on top yeah like we're doing the right thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah um this question is also 
pretty open-ended so uh apologies in advance um what is something you want to see changed or just made different in twin cities diy specifically because i I, i'm don't you don't have to go too hard shannon i I know we've talked about this (laughs) um and because there's obviously like the general problems that like almost like trickle down from music in general like the music business in general but like this is like what specifically in our scene in the shows that we i mean used to go to and we'll hopefully one day get to go back to um yeah there okay so i when i say this i know that i'm also a victim of this i'm not gonna rant for like 30 minutes but i could that's what i'm saying Um, you don't have to do that (laughs) yeah but for me it's like there isn't i feel like like of course we all have the same goal as musicians and we want to be successful and we want to like be the best and i feel like if people don't say that they're just lying to themselves because i feel like there is this like when I say this, I am also talking about myself. There is a level of egocentrism to be like, my music is good enough that I should expect people to pay to come watch me. Like you have to. It's kind of like, maybe I'm thinking about it differently, but like, you have to be like really confident in yourself if you're willing to go out there and put your music out there. Um, but it's just like, it doesn't. There's a lot of things that seem very ingenuine in Twin Cities DIY um, with just like the communities and, like, everyone, like, texting each other about, like, how frustrating this band is and then being super nice and, like, going, like, I love this band, blah, 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 like, they're so cool just because it benefits them in the moment. And I feel like, like, yes, you should be cordial and, yes, you you should be polite at shows, but, like, going out of your way to be fake nice to people and then go and talk about them negatively later is just really harmful. And I feel like there's a huge issue in Minneapolis and St. Paul DIY where people do that. Um, And so for me, like that's my main issue with it. And I wish that would change because I feel like even if people didn't like like each other in air quotes, the community would be a lot more positive and productive and like less toxic. Yeah. Just add some honesty. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Allergen is a pro-honesty band. <laughs> Very much so. For me, um, given that, the D- just to say it, like the DIY scene isn't very um, diverse in terms of race, um, I've definitely noticed that when I go to shows, like I get looks, I get murmurs, I get all different types of people like talking about me before they've even heard me like pick up my guitar, like say anything, and I'm like, we're all here to play music. We're all here yeah. to enjoy the same yeah. show. Like it should not matter someone's identity unless they are like problematic, but unless <laughs> someone has some sort of like something that's like negatively infecting or like violent or like impacting someone, then you shouldn't just be like, Ooh, that person. Ooh, like the first yeah. time you see them, like I can't tell you yeah. how many people have like touched my gear just cause they were like, Oh, you can't handle that. I'm like, it's an amp back off like, I, don't <laughs> need your help. I don't need your help with my like pv tw- like I, the things I that i carry it. myself every other time without your help much. My, I was, just to like add on on that i'm sorry i read none of i'm sorry okay uh i just feel like because we are like a band of that like, an, like i don't like saying this but we are like a more diverse and like air quotes band in Minneapolis and St. Paul and I feel like there's been a lot of shows where like we've been added as like the token band Yeah. and I'm very aware of myself as a white person and I'm very like as in my identity with a person who isn't a super represented person in DIY but is also a very privileged person in DIY and in the society as a whole and for me it's like people should be valuing diversity people should value representation but if the only reason you are making a diverse bill is so that you don't look bad, you are an asshole. Yeah. You are an asshole and you do not value diversity and representation. Mm-hmm. You value your ego. And that is another huge thing that I have an issue with in DIY. Um, I'm sorry if I interrupted you, Ev, but I just needed to put that in there. <laughs> yeah, good, because I've had people where they'd be like, you guys are like the second goalie boys. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> 
Give me names. We'll get we'll get the bats. Like if you don't Dear God! Have, like, what? <laughs> We're bringing back the Soviet Union for these for these assholes. Dear God! Yeah, I think like if just by acknowledging, just kind of like where, because like even as a person of color, I'm biased. Like it's just a thing that we've unfortunately, as a people, have just been ingrained like within history. So I think that by like just making the shows about the music again. It will be so great because I feel like so many people are mm-hmm. like, who's in this band? Who do you know? And it's like, if you're here for the show, then like you're not really enjoying the show. Your mind is somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, I have many opinions, but I'll keep yeah. it there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really know thing one about the Minneapolis-St. Paul DIY scene. I'm still like, noticing like i'm trying to be mindful of a lot of stuff because it is new and i do want to like do what i can to the best of my ability to like make sure that this is i don't know how to like (laughs) like i agree with everything shannon and ev said but they just like know better than me um like that i have seen like and, like, heard of, like, a lot of, like, kind of, like, the basically, like, talking behind people's backs and, like, the whole fake nice thing. I've yeah. seen that so many times. Um, I had, like, this one band director who was, like, I'm so sick of, like, Minnesota nice or, like, passive aggressiveness. And I see that. I've seen that a lot. I've seen it, like, like at shows before. And it's kind of, like, I don't want to see that there. And I really, really agree with Ev. It's like shows need to be about music and not about like literally anything else. But it's there's a, a lot of it's it's a difficult line to like toe. Five, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of bands with like five white guys, and I'm just like, and it's, they're like, we're groundbreaking. We are original. And I'm right, like, and I'm you know like, how many white guy bands like? I mean, <laughs> I'm in a white guy band, so I I, I agree with that. <laughs> But we, we have a we have a trombone, so we're special. Right, and it's like, I, like saying that as a white person, I know there's a whole trope mm-hmm. of like white people on Twitter saying white people suck, but it's also like you know what? There's got to be more. Like I know there's more than just like only like white guy bands, and it's so frustrating mm-hmm. to see like I don't know. Again, I don't know thing one about DIY, but I'm trying to like look out for stuff and like. I don't know, whatever I can, like, try to learn from... I'm trying to learn what not to do, at least, if yeah. I ever get more involved in this. And, like, I do want to continue, like, mm-hmm. of course, being in this band and everything. But, like, I don't know. I don't know what I... Anna, go. <laughs> <laughs> My train of thought. Um, I mostly try to stay out of most of it. If it's, like, just, That's like... good, yeah. drama back and forth. <laughs> Like, oh, this fan said something they don't like our van. I'm just like, uh, it's like also, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'll be the first to admit, it's a little bit hard to like stay out of it just because it's like, if somebody doesn't like my band, <laughs> I want to have a word with them. <laughs> I just want to talk. But it, it, yeah, but so it is like somewhat hard to like stay out of it, but you can, you can still like be... Um, you can still like see what's happening, but also not contribute to it. Um, mm-hmm. And like try actively to try to, um, I don't know how to say it. It's like um, be like a positive voice in mm-hmm. um, the DIY music scene. I know that it's pretty active on Twitter. I don't go on the allergen Twitter all that much. I know Shannon does that, but I do see like every now and then some things. <laughs> and I usually try to stay out of it. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Twitter. Uh, That's not great. I think we can all agree that Twitter's bad. (laughs) It's also important to note that Anna and I kind of got a weird lens into like 2015, 2016 DIY. Because we've been around. (laughs) (laughs) Bunch of scene veterans. (laughs) Anna and I have been playing, I mean like we were like 14, but like we've been playing shows. Like we played at Paper House. And oh, one of the first okay. Harper's Jar shows Okay, Cl- Clout Chaser, come on. It was, it was us, Harper's Jar, and Why Not at the Paper House on St. Patrick's Day in 2017. And we brought everyone Shamrock Shakes. So, Ugh. throwback. 
<laughs> so we, it's like interesting to compare like how people treated me, Anna, and um, Daniela, who is an other member of our band, like how people would treat us, and we were like, oh, like, like there were so many instances of people just treating us so poorly because of our age, because of our gender, because of we were all present, like obviously queer, like you can go into it. Um, we were playing punk music, like you can go into it. And now that I'm older and I've learned more about like microaggressions and like. I look back and I'm like, not a lot has changed. Like, it really hasn't. Like, the people have changed and the bands have changed, but the attitudes and, like, the treatment of people hasn't. It just gotten a lot more less, it's gotten a lot more subtle. I can't believe, like, we did that. Like, looking looking at it now <laughs> and looking how much, like, criticism and I wouldn't say hate, but, like, so many people, people are thought, and I was, I was very oblivious. And yeah. so, like, I, I can see it a little bit more nowadays, and that's why I try to stay out of it, because I was, like, oblivious to it for so long, and I saw that it, like, did hurt people's feelings, yeah. or, like, I know that, yeah, I remember it being brought up, like, that was not cool. I just don't know how we survived that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The last question I always ask, Shannon knows this, um, but it's, I guess, it's a slightly different angle. Um what music has been keeping you sane in quarantine since I know that's kind of been a universal thing, like whether it's people turning to new music or just going back to like the old stuff just kind of as a comfort since we're all losing our minds a little bit. Um, yeah. So what have you been listening to and turning to whether it's local or not um, just kind of as a salve as a way to find peace <laughs> as everything kind of, burns you know well this is common knowledge but the harper's jar album is fantastic i have not listened what it's really it's really good that it's like sarcasm. i've listened it, oh, okay. 20 times <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> it's solid it's really good it's like it's incredible um my, my bit is just been... pretending to never have listened to harper's jar now that's just my okay. bit <laughs> i see i get it thank you for the clarification um, I've been listening to, I don't know if anyone's familiar, there's an artist, she's from Iowa, and her name is Squirrel Flower. Yeah, I haven't listened, but I've really, heard of her. She's really cool, um, and her music is really cool. Um, my partner and I listened to Vices and Virtues by Panic at the Disco, <laughs> listened to the entire album. Underrated, like, underrated like, Panic like, album. This is so good, Boy. like, this is just so good, um. Keep for Cheap CP is really good, mm-hmm. and that's old. This is Pinky and the Great Fox is really good. They're from Minnesota. Okay. Um, that's probably it for me. Uh, for me, um, <laughs> it's uh, I kind of feel bad for my roommates to be honest with you because <laughs> um, I've been like really into classical music lately, but just like because I know it so well, I've been like yeah. screaming it. So I've been like screaming along, even though there's no words. I'm just like ba da da, ba da da da, ba ba. And keep doing, and I'm like, you know, I couldn't even tell you at this yeah. point. Um, so I'm just, I'm just kind of like screaming classical music, and then also. I downloaded this app where you can, like, talk to strangers across the world. I swear I'm safe. Like, no information is being given. But then I, like, like to, um, like, exchange uh, playlists with people from, like, around the world to see, like, what they listen to and, like, what they like. And it's been really interesting and nice being able to hear, like, what someone, like, in the Netherlands listens to or what (laughs) someone in, like, Malaysia is listening to versus me being, like, Billie Eilish. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's that's been what I've been doing music-wise. I definitely feel the screaming along to instrumentals thing. Just mm-hmm. jazz, man. Come on. It's therapeutic. It, really <laughs> it is. is. <laughs> Quarantine or not, I feel like my like music taste is fucking surface level, but that's just... <laughs> that's okay. I've been... <laughs> like, I feel like I have been so late to like listen to Radiohead for some reason because I feel like they're such a household name and everyone's like Radiohead but like oh my god I've been getting into Radiohead during this whole thing um favorite album of theirs so far just out of curiosity 
first of all, Kid A is not that good. I don't like it. Um, Bitch. <laughs> I... I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep talking. I, I won't. I don't like it. Um, in rainbows or a moon-shaped pool. Okay, correct. There we go. Thank you. I was only looking for validation <laughs> when I asked that, so you yes. got two out of three. I'll, I'll, I'll give up. you that. Um, I've been <laughs> Bugsy's EP Teratoma is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. I cannot fucking stress how much I love that EP. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> it's one of the. It's so good. It's Thank you. really really good. I've been listening to that a lot. Yeah, the bass is okay um, on it. <laughs> um, I've been listening. I don't even want to say it. I've been listening to a lot of Twenty One Pilots. Okay, I, we. I will defend your honor. Twenty One Pilots. Is, is is the hate is not needed it's not it's just fun i used to be so into 21 pilots my friends and i dressed up as tyler joseph and josh dunn once for halloween I you know, I, oh my nick god was there. i was there nick and i showed me donner and the line i showed nick 21 pilots i showed shannon 21 pilots oh anna, anna. Um, no tell your i'm oh, sorry nick you're not done that, I don't know if any of y'all have been to a 21 Pilots concert recently. I haven't, I, but I hear you have to wait in line for two days and bring a tent. I remember. <laughs> I can I was confirm in that. Eighth grade, I think. I think it was like 2014. Don't even remember when eighth grade was. Probably before. I don't even remember. <laughs> Time is real. It's fine. Um, oh, we. God. It was at the Skyway Theater. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> and Ugh. we forgot the tickets. The show was like starting. We came back with the tickets, and there was still no line, and we got right in, and so like got just right <laughs> in the pit, tape. right up like. They played the myth in like 2016, and I like went we, went show. Show. Yep. we went to that show. there were so many. I could not. It was like being a sardine. <laughs> it was it was horrible. They yeah. did great, but I hated it. I waited in line for like five hours and brought my fucking 3ds. Jesus. They kicked someone out. Yeah, I remember that. They for their last tour for the Bandito tour. Uh, I camped out both years. I was 63rd in line in 2018. Wow. I was sixth in line. I held up Tyler Joseph during Holding On To You. Sob. Anyway, I've been listening to 21 Pilots. We are now talking about 21 Pilots. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, this is. <laughs> you do have to camp out. Yeah. For at least two days. People in Florida camped out for a straight week and were put in like a subway, like an un like a train station, like a. Subway oh, not a restaurant. Ground. Below the venue, and <laughs> it's crazy. Jeez, Maybe not. But, yeah. Fucking Lord, as always. That's about it. Before we go to Anna, I will just state that Vessel is a great album, and no one can change my mind. Vessel go is on. a good album. <laughs> Subtitled self is their best. I'm the Vessel Ooh. bitch. Mm. Okay, old school. Kid A hater. Best bitch. <laughs> Anna, let's just Anna, your turn. <laughs> oh, what are we talking about? What have we been listening to? Yeah, like yeah. local or otherwise, what's what have you been listening to in quarantine? Oh I've been listening to some shit. <laughs> I've been listening I don't know the genre why it's I've been listening to like hyper pop. <laughs> okay. Is, like, is it like a hundred gex or whatever hundred gex or whatever? Yeah, yeah. and Charlie like, XCX. Also, like like DJs Charlie. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Charlie, I've come to love Charlie XCX this quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, a lot of a lot of like that scene. I've been <laughs> bumping some Marina. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Anna has the Marina tattoo. Wow. <laughs> she opened for Coldplay in like 2013 before like anyone knew who she was. Both her and Charlie XCX opened for fucking Coldplay, I think. And I had no idea who what they year were. Was that? It was I was I was in like ninth grade or something, so it was like 2013 so or 14. Yeah. I mean, I suppose that makes sense for like the Family Jewels era, but like <laughs> it was like her not, first not EP Coldplay. or album or something. I don't know. Weird. It was really weird. And I, I it slapped though. I I did not appreciate it in the moment. I was just a tiny sheltered little white boy who I'm like I like Coldplay. <laughs> Oh, Who's Marina and the Diamond? Yeah, it was the full band name or whatever. But yeah, cool. I th are, you, are is that it? Cool. Okay, that was more like a I'm checking, not like a you need to say more. Just <laughs> um, that was awesome. Thank you. Um, I think 
we're about done unless you have anything else you want to just toss in that we can <laughs> edit in or something listen to honesty hour on may 1st when it comes out please yeah the ep comes out on friday may 1st i feel like we should have said that at some point before <laughs> the very last moment <laughs> But uh, we'll put that in the intro or something so people know what's up. Uh, it's yes. a very good EP. Yeah. It, it's, oh, yes. It's very good. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an external source. You can trust me more than them. They're biased. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. That was, Thank you so much for coming on and being willing to figure this out. Thank you so much. Thank you. The Ear Coffee Podcast is a companion to the blog of the same name. If you like this episode... Please leave us a rate and review so we can stand out among the other music podcasts. You can follow us at Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Ear Coffee. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.